1: California Psychics. Tomorrow starts today. Career, money, relationships, and love. We have so many big decisions in life. Isn't it worth it to you? Isn't it worth it to have your own personal advisor giving you that peace of mind and confidence that you're on the right path? Call California Psychics at 1-800-PREDICT or go to CaliforniaPsychics.com to speak to someone to help give you the direction you've been looking for. Whether it's a big decision, uh, something personal you need to know, maybe having doubts about that next step in your life. CaliforniaPsychics.com is only $1 a minute for new customers. Call 1-800-PREDICT now before you make that financial leap. Visit CaliforniaPsychics.com before you miss your opportunity on Mr. Right. Tomorrow starts today with CaliforniaPsychics.com. 1-800-PREDICT. 1-800-PREDICT. California Psychics. Tomorrow starts today.
2: The following program is a podcast. 1.com production.
3: PodcastOne.com presents the Ask Women Podcast. Uh Uh-huh. A place where two comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect a female mind.
1: You don't know how I feel.
3: And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Boo. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women.
0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Ask Women podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney, a comedian, host, and happy to introduce myself. Of course, along <laughs> with Marnie Kinris, best-selling author and owner of Wing Girl Method. And New Mother. And New Mother. So let's just pretend that that doesn't exist. and
1: <laughs> Yeah, nobody wants to hear from a mother. <laughs> no. This is what you do to yeah, get girls. Listen,
0: son. <laughs> and, of course, Paul Mary, who's joining us again, who was here last week with us. Thank you mm-hmm. so much Thank for you coming so much. in again
2: of course my pleasure
0: um we just so you guys know have a twitter page and i don't know we get like a hundred thousand downloads on average per episode we only have 1500 twitter followers because
1: our our followers are cooler are cool enough to not be on twitter I know that I agree, but yeah, you're what kind I of I,
3: shooting yourself in the foot by
1: saying <laughs> no.
0: Well, I am. If they basically. were on Twitter,
1: they'd be following us because we give tons of awesome advice that are not that it's not on this show. It's not like we just say like, hey, we're going to the grocery store. Hey, we're like being checked out at, at you know Whole Foods. We actually are giving actionable advice as well on that Twitter right. account. So it's
0: just a good way to stay current with your uh, with your upkeep of your dating
1: life. Yeah, exactly. Like great resources, great things, like great blogs, great articles. So there's there's tons of other additional information that you're not getting on our podcast on our Twitter account. If you if you do want to sign up and follow us on Twitter, which yeah. I think you should.
0: Yeah, you'll just be a little egg following one person. That's us. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then we'll just give you advice and that's it. But exactly. anyway, we are doing a new segment. Marnie's uh, a Wing Girl Minute. So we're going to get into that right yes,
1: now. Yes, we're getting into the Wing Girl Minute. Okay, get off your butt. How are you going to meet women if you are sitting at home on the couch watching tons of how to get women videos? If your plan is to seduce the UPS delivery woman, then stay put. If not get off your butt at least one to two times per week and do something social. That's where you're going to meet women, and that is your wing girl minute. Hmm. Yeah, you don't want to meet the woman UPS driver unless you're into
0: bowling. Then I say go for it. I don't know. What? <laughs> I, don't know. I just stereotyped a woman UPS driver as a bowler. As a bowler? I don't know. Brown Maybe. suit just reminds me of bowling. I don't know. 70s. Maybe that makes sense. Right. 70s. My like parents I, met in like bowling that's alley. That's a deeper issue really? to get into. I mean, in the in the 70s though, that it's like oh, it was, so that was right. like a cool, was cool thing then. to do. That's yeah that's all you did yeah my mom was like oh who's that cool guy in the leather jacket
1: and he was like who's the cool girl in the leather skirt (laughs) carrying the 12 here i am hating life um but i (laughs) I always forget to introduce art art is our phenomenal producer and he makes shit happen over here at podcast one he protects us and he makes sure that we stay on course so he's pretty awesome
0: yeah and he gives great uh male feedback too he does and so later in the show um barry Katz is Going to join us. He has a podcast called Industry Standard. He has a very high standard for living and for like succeeding and all that kind of stuff. Um, He created New Wave Entertainment, which is like a a very, very, very influential uh, talent agency that's launched like so many tons of comedy careers. So uh, we're going to be talking to him about how
1: to be successful. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, I, I was saying to you, I heard uh, about him right after you mentioned he's going to be on the show. I heard Tracy Morgan talking about him on the Howard Stern show. And Tracy Morgan was saying, he's the person who saw something in me and got me my start. Yeah. And he's done that for so many freaking amazing, like Louis C.K., right? Yeah. Tons of people. Of other Whitney Cummings, comedians. a lot of people. Yeah, huge comedian. So yeah, he knows about how to be successful. So I think it'll be really interesting to talk to him. Is that him outside? That's him sure outside. Is. Awesome. <laughs> I'm excited to talk to him. Well, I wanted to bring up a topic because um, we've talked about it before, but I wanted to see what you guys thought for uh, you know men and paying for dates and when they should speak up about Paying for dates too much, like at what point? Year six. six. Year six. <laughs> that's that's the point I'm at
0: with my boyfriend. Like, Ever. <laughs> the,
1: the main thing is like, how do men know if they're being taken advantage of? And that's what I want to talk about for this week's chapter in the man's playbook.
2: Is that what I'm supposed to chime in? Oh. No.
1: no. Are you ready? <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? That's never going away. That's never going away. I think it's fantastic. So, I want to talk about this because, you know, I believe that a man should pay for the first date. Doesn't mean that a date has to be expensive, doesn't mean that you have to shell out like tons of cash. Um, But a man should pay 100%. No Dutch. Absolutely. no woman paying I, 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 I can't get rid of that
2: there's something where uh, I will see uh, at work uh, you know since I'm still bartending for a living where a a man and a woman will come up to the bar and they'll order drinks together and then they'll pay separately Ugh, I find and that, that so blows weird my mind yeah because because just nobody's just
1: de- nobody's getting blown later if that's well, happening the,
2: first of all and second of all you should just if you're out and it's clear you're on a date just pay yeah it just cuts out so much. Difficulty. It's and you easier can't be you the
1: next
3: one emotionally. It's easier to just handle. I hate to interject, but I disagree with you guys entirely. Okay, well, I, really. I, I want
1: to hear. I want to hear. I about knew that. I shouldn't have introduced
3: you. Yeah, exactly. See, you really, you gave this him a voice, up. Kristen. <laughs> well, I just think that um, there's a level of respect that is gained by by not. Offering to always be paying for well, that's different. The situation, you know, whatever situation you're out in. For, for example, like the person I'm with, we always go Dutch. I think almost probably ninety-eight percent of the time. You go
0: really? Dutch still, and Does you Dutch live mean together. Half? Yeah. yeah,
1: yes.
3: yes.
0: See, Wait, I wouldn't know because I never go
1: Dutch. But I will <laughs> Wait, never,
3: but I will never combine bank accounts with anybody. I will have a maybe a third that is used for bills or something like that. If if I'm living with somebody, but Wait,
1: we will always keep you our go bank out accounts. for dinner and you both put down a credit card. Yeah. You and your girlfriend find that so weird. Like I, I I, I get like switching off, but like both of you putting out your. But you live with each other. It's a pain in the ass for the waiter or the
0: bartender because then they have to do the math. They're like, I don't know, <laughs> like, I'm what? waiting tables. How would I be good at math? That's right. why I'm
1: waiting tables. <laughs> now I have to split a check. <laughs> you get a calculator math.
3: and you take forty six twenty one and you divide it by two
1: and it's horrible. Round it's two different. When I first started dating my husband, I didn't have as much money as he did, and I would try nice to nice work. Now <laughs> <laughs> no, it's different. Now um, she's wearing the pants. Exactly. Um, but I would try to you know reimburse him in other ways, not with just sexual favors obviously but i like Delicious. he would buy dinner i would buy breakfast i would always yeah i would never just allow him to continuously pay and that's the main thing that i want to talk about today because okay. a lot of guys but I, but that's interesting that you still go dutch i think that's that that's so interesting she's I very adamant Sam.
3: about keeping it fair and i, I agree okay. i think it's i think it's it doesn't create expectations on either end for the other you know it doesn't build that that unspoken kind of like i'm expecting you to pay now See, I,
1: I love that the fact that she's offering it. Okay, the so main she's thing offering.
3: Was, she's adamant. She. she I love that it.
1: even more. So the thing that I want to talk about is women who are not adamant about it, and when they continuously let a man pay, but don't ever offer or bring up saying, "Oh, I will pay." I want to talk about how to bring up that conversation to women that. You know what? Maybe it's time for you to pay.
0: Well, my, <laughs> my Paul was him. my boyfriend. Pays essentially like ninety five percent of the time. If he was here, he'd be like a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> yeah. Right. But um, occasionally, like I will pay for breakfast or brunch and things like that. But if we go out to a really expensive dinner, I don't have the means that he does. He pays for it. He has no problem. Right. But like for example, having my birthday recently, we went out to a very very expensive dinner. I know that he bought me a very nice present, and then we went to brunch on Easter. And if I didn't offer, I would feel so humiliated or embarrassed and right. so i basically but i was going to pay but he poked me and he was like you gonna pay this time kind of like playful and i was like, yeah actually i am a hole i'm getting on my card right now so i think like creating like a banter or a playfulness about it where there isn't that bitterness i mean he's not bitter at me for it right but, that's but just what about the way he, that we function right. and i will when he knows
1: i can throw in i will but well, let's say you're dating for the first couple of months and you're sitting across from this woman who is a lawyer And she, you know, has never offered to pay or say, like, why don't I cook you dinners or something like,
2: well, that's something I feel like you can get a sense within the first even few uh, dates, if not weeks together, is that if there's never a a mention or an offer or anything or a thank you, I mean, you can even tell in the way they say thank you. If they're saying thank you and it's just kind of like they're going through the boilerplate, thank you, you know, I'm the woman, I know you're supposed to pay type thing. You could tell that right away.
1: But is that a deal breaker?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Why? Because it just sets up a di- like why, I, I just is there's just I don't know if it's something same reason why it's weird for me that the, the the arcos Dutch all the time it's just like was raised a certain way you just pay for dinner you just that's just what you do you pay yeah. for dinner you pay for whatever you don't get offended when they try to offer like you know my fiance all the time will be like hey let me get let me get it this time and I'll be like well you know what all right fine you know if right. you're gonna offer sure I'm not offended by that but. um, there's times I see you know women at the bar again. You know it's a good example where they'll order something and they won't even like move for their purse. It's just not like and it's not in like a, I'm like he told me beforehand he was gonna buy my drink because usually that's like he's like no 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 I got it and she's like no what R- uh, really. Uh, there's just not even a move and it's just like oh buddy I feel
0: but there is something very attractive when when a guy does walk up to the bar and <clears throat> he orders what whatever it is that you wanted and he gets it and he puts his card down or his cash down and then he just hands you the drink it's very it can be very like romantic or it, it makes the roles prominent he's yeah. the masculine or the feminine and it makes so the, I know but art wears tight pants the,
3: and the more so. I'm thinking about this I'm probably like an anomaly or an exception to the rule because I've had a tendency to date women that are more well off like i i just for some reason i attract <laughs> women with money and, <laughs> tell me all
2: your secrets and
3: you mean they're they, sad uh, yeah, no not necessarily. I, I don't know what it is it's just it's, it's a trend that i've seen over the course of my life so when i've gone out with people these are arm
1: candy he they is.
3: yeah i'm just i'm just a trophy wife boy toy they um oh, a boy toy they will you know insist on on paying so i'm used to being almost kind of like coddled taking care taken of, of in, in so many certain and I ways am as well. but, like, I, but i don't expect it in, in any right. way like, i and i don't have a problem with going out and paying for anything like that but i do think that there's a certain fairness that just keeps the playing field level
1: well when the when time. these women have been um you know taking care of you for the prolonged periods of time did you offer oh yeah and i would and i would go out
3: and i would pay for things you know pretty pretty regularly but there would just be situation, and uh, this—I mean, I'm talking about people who would fly me out to New York for a week. Just you know, no, I mean, a
1: whole other side who of art just, just opened up. Mean, just art male gigolo. Stuff, oh my so. God, art is that guy where he'd like be flown to Paris, like first <laughs> weekend, class, like on a private jet. <laughs> <laughs> not, for,
3: not necessarily first class. No, oh, sorry, business. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly, Fine. but. You know, I mean, like the the like the car that I drive right now, my Mini Cooper my was bought by was, was bought by my ex, uh, what? For me as a gift. What? And that's the second car. I mean, so oh,
1: sugar mamas, what is going on? Not even, I, I thought know, you were a hipster. No,
3: the, no, God, no, I hate that.
1: I'm words. just kidding. I'm the just person
3: kidding. I'm with now, I mean, I will be with for the rest of my life, and, yeah. and we're we're pretty even in what we make. There's there's not yeah, we both. Are, we come from the same place but in the past I think I'm just maybe coming from a much different mindset than most people so I really? should just shut the hell up and get off here.
1: no I, I love it because but that's the whole thing there are a lot of women who go on dates with men who do have a lot more money than them and then they're like oh well he has more money he
3: should well, pay I think that doesn't most, mean they're horrible women I think women are raised to marry up too Oh, you know, for the most part. Maybe.
0: But they also possibly saw that. Like, I know for my dad, when we went out to eat, going out to eat was a free-for-all. Whatever you wanted, that was, like, exciting. My dad would, mm-hmm. you know, my dad had a wad of cash on him. Mm-hmm. And that's what we got. That's what we did. And we were never spoiled kids. But right. So I always saw my dad paying. And so that's what I brought into my adult life, is just yeah. the man paid.
2: I was in but a situation in, with my parents. It was just
0: like the way he drove the car. See, my parents uh,
3: yes. were, were yeah. very different That my mm-hmm. dad was so controlling about money that my mom was never able to come in on the financial side of it. She never knew anything. She was really? she was given an allotment basically, you know, every week to spend it. Same and with she my mom. More. But, but- So I think that I almost almost reacted to that in such a way that I wanted to go opposite of that where I didn't want to be so control I saw how my mom was controlled and that was part of the reason why they split up. So I think that I almost wanted to make sure that it, it, from where I was coming from that I didn't do that to somebody yeah. and that I didn't make them feel as long
0: as I think the bottom line is as long as you're not dating someone for the meals and for the free things exactly yes. you'll find what works
3: for, for you for the record I always did everybody I ever dated that had money I, I, I genuinely liked being with and that was why I never did it for the money
1: Right. Just the for, the, for the cars. No, no the other cars or anything. Interesting. <laughs> well, I, sure. I'm not really a sure how to, to wrap this one up, but I will say because I love what you just said. As long as you're not, they're not with you because of the money. There are people with different backgrounds, they have different visuals and expectations. Like, I love that you said, I saw that the man paid. And we all know, listening to Christian for the past year, that she's a wonderful girl. So she's not trying to oh, take of advantage of men.
2: And that goes I saw my dad pay. So it's just, yeah. like, it's just what you do. And we're also know? like, I also all- saw my dad get the, the, the door. And open the door and hold the door right. and get the chair. So it's I didn't see that behavior. part. I
0: wouldn't give him that much credit. Really? Yeah. <laughs> now, uh. But and he always ordered first. Like, I'll have this. My mom's like sitting in the background, um, yeah. like, "What no, 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 me. Um, want to eat too?" Paul and I both come from the East Coast. You're from New Jersey. I'm from New York. And mm-hmm. like, I think you're Italian. I'm Italian. I don't mm-hmm. think any of the Italian women, especially like from our time, were were paying. No. So I mean, it just depends on where you come from, what your culture is, and if you can agree together as a couple
1: on what works, even yeah. in the beginning. You can talk about it, but I love the way that you said to bring it up. Where you, you can slightly tease about it right. and joke around. Like if it is something that's bothering you, if anything is ever bothering you with a woman that you're dating, you can bring it up. Just don't, just don't become emotionally charged right. when you bring it up. Bring it up calmly and just mm-hmm. talk about it. That's the whole. That's the whole point of dating is to figure out whether or not you ha- you're on the same page and whether you can understand each other and work through confrontation. So. Um, that, that, that's it for this week's chapter of the man's playbook yeah and we're gonna get Barry in here because I actually told him to or he was gonna be here at 3 and I forgot
0: not 3 30 so we got to get him in the studio so we will be right back with Barry Katz
1: Hey, it's Marnie. Is your computer running slow? Well, MyCleanPC.com can clean it up and speed it up today. Now, you might be asking yourself, how did my computer get this way, right? <laughs> it's freaking frustrating. Well, opening infected email attachments, downloading music and games can slow your computer down, as it has done with mine. Over time, running these programs can cause junk files, internet clutter, uh, processor, and hard drive errors to build up on your computer. MyCleanPC can help. First, go to my clean PC Dot com, and in minutes, you can get a free computer diagnosis and find out what's slowing down your computer. Then simply activate MyCleanPC software to clean out the junk, internet and clutter, and even remove viruses. And MyCleanPC is guaranteed to increase the speed of your computer. With MyCleanPC, there are two easy steps to speed up your computer. First, go to MyCleanPC.com and get a free computer diagnosis. Then simply activate MyCleanPC software to optimize your computer performance. Go to MyCleanPC.com today and find out what's slowing down your computer. That's MyCleanPC.com. The
4: Brett Easton Ellis Podcast. Filmmaker Nicholas Jarecki. What do you think is going to be playing at the Arclight in 10 years? The future of this experience. It will continue much as it is. We're doing the
2: same things and that's because we're animals and we've got a biology and this appeals to us. I don't
3: think the movie will go away. People still like a great storyteller to lead them through the tale. I believe that. The Brett Easton Ellis podcast. Download a brand new episode every Monday at podcastone.com.
1: Tomorrow starts today. When 2014 started, I'm sure all of you made promises to yourself. You wanted to fall in love, maybe meet the right guy, maybe meet the right girl. However, with each day that passed, you told yourself, I'll do it tomorrow. Well, tomorrow starts today. Call 1-800-PREDICT or go to CaliforniaPsychics.com to talk to your personal advisor. We're all curious about finding our soulmate, Mr. Wright, Mrs. Wright, and clearing out any doubts about that big decision. California Psychics will provide you the direction to give you that needed confidence. New customers can try it for only a dollar a minute. Why wait for tomorrow when tomorrow starts today? Call 1-800-PREDICT for your personal advisor or visit CaliforniaPsychics.com.
3: You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation.
0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Ask Women Podcast. We are here with Barry Katz, the one, the only.
4: All right.
0: We're so excited to have you here. I we am- talked you up at the beginning, so. you did. Yeah. We better
1: perform.
4: Oh, I'm so excited to be here with, the, with your guest host, The Resident Penis. I know, I love it.
1: Resident <laughs> Penis, I like that hello. name. And it's I, better I, than <laughs> voice of man.
4: And I just want to say to you, you, I didn't know you just had a baby. I did. And the owner of uh, Podcast <laughs> One came in, and literally, I will I will see you at the trial after yeah. what <laughs> <laughs>
1: Exactly. Very inappropriate. There should be I, like fun. five trials. I can't
4: believe the guy, I mean, he came in here, literally, I thought he was going to say hello, and he spent like five minutes talking about how large your breasts were. <laughs> I know. Well, they are. And your co-host, I wouldn't be offended if he said about something really. You said something really, really funny because Chris Catan came in and he said, "Listen, don't worry. You know, you'll you'll your breasts will get bigger. They get bigger when you, you use them." And and you said, <laughs>
0: "That's why they're this small because they're never used."
4: However. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a hilarious. sad
0: life for Christian. That sounds. Horrible. It is not
4: sad. Actually, <laughs> I prefer it. It's
0: weird. I get I very strange it. with like I don't know. It's so um like pre-programmed to be like oh boobs and sex and I'm like no it's too it's not original anymore. No, you know what I mean?
4: no, no. There's yeah. people out there like me who are leg people.
1: Oh, yeah. Le- or leg really? Like time. armpit people? Is that what they should be doing? Is that? No? no. Well, leg, butt.
4: This is so fascinating sitting across <laughs> from you guys. You're like the Charisma twins. It's unbelievable. Oh, really? Oh. I
1: don't
4: I, even know well, what
0: that means, but I like it. Well, I'm the twin that's clearly clearly Fine. doing better in life, and everyone feels bad for her. <laughs>
4: <You know>? uh, <laughs> I think, you know, just come, because what's weird is your audience is already here. They know you. They know who what you're like. But I'm walking in here and I I don't know anything. It's like a clean slate. It's zero zero. And when I sit across from you guys, what you just what you just said to me, that's your winning formula. That's what you do. You downplay yourself. Oh, of course. But in turn, you're actually amazing.
0: Insanely confident and well well adjusted. Let I keep talking. I know. I'm gonna let this keep going. Because you stop interrupting. Get to know me in about five minutes. You'll be like, wait, I was wrong. No, like she no, no. No, but the <laughs> thing
4: is, is that you just you just put that out there. What you were to. say, somebody who doesn't know you.
0: Yeah, because I want to set the expectations low <laughs> so more. that I can always exceed them.
4: No, but that's your winning formula. It that's is. what you do. It works. But you know that when you get out of the shower and you look in the mirror and you walk out that <laughs> door, you're going to fuck people up.
0: Well, I'd say once I put the makeup on, I know that. And the but clothes. before the makeup, yeah, I'm like, oh, this is... <laughs>
4: I look I like Plain
0: Jane. That Plain Jane doesn't win.
4: Actually, you kind know, I, and up. I'm not an expert on makeup, but I would tell you that I would have no idea that you're wearing any makeup.
0: That's the goal. That's the whole goal in my life, is to try so hard that you can't even tell I'm trying. That's the whole goal of makeup, makeup in general. Makeup, clothing. I thought this about, took her four thought about hours. this for yeah, six days.
4: <laughs> you <laughs> had that Just on the bed for six days? Six days. days.
0: Yeah. I didn't sleep Canadian. on the bed. I left it there. I
4: Just. have so many questions I wish for you the guys. pickup guys from last
2: episode were still here, because this is how it's done. Right. now right. I know Watching Barry work right now. Really? Yeah. yeah. I have magic is it. happening. You can't see. see this and guy you're not it.
4: even. You're not even trying. I am like yet. I'm like Kristen. I'm not trying. Right. Well, that's
1: good so, cuz he's here to talk about being successful.
4: But this well, is what so I wonder weird. if now, this is but the but missing you, thing. You, you like you look at your ha- like your hair is perfect. Do you you like get, my hair. You get in the hurricane <laughs> and your you. hair would not move. In all honesty, Barry, that's now
2: my biggest credit.
4: <laughs> Barry Katz thinks I have perfect. Well, it's hair. better than George Hamilton. He's only <laughs> known for a tan, so. There you go.
2: So now my two biggest credits are Brody Stevens thinks I'm ripped and Barry Katz thinks I have great you hair. You could
4: literally run your fi- your fingers through your hair Do you your, want Your to. hands would bleed It's yeah. unbelievable <laughs> He doesn't
1: just, want to cut his just, fingers off It's just off. like
4: really like
2: Thank it's you there. It's perfect that It's a big actually... point of pride for me So thank you very much <laughs> And you have a wonderful head of hair yourself it's all You have the my- head of hair I've always wanted It's, it's straight It's flowy
1: it's straight, but okay. it has movement. Yeah. So now yeah. that we've had this love fest from all four of us, <laughs> yes. I want to talk about you, Barry, and all about right. success. because No, I'm cool with what we were just talking You're about. Like, Let's <laughs> talk more about me and how wonderful I am. <laughs> no, but I want to hear about being successful. Because for a lot of guys who are listening to this podcast, success with women is extremely far off for them. Or at least in their minds, it's not even achievable. So... Uh, I know that you have had great success in your life, but there must be something about you or about where you come from or your belief system that allows you to go after those successes.
4: Well, this is going to blow you away, but you know, success is always relative. And I mm-hmm. think everybody, it, perception isn't always reality.
0: Like for my so, family, literally getting off the couch. They're like, she's so <laughs> successful. Well,
4: your family will talk about that. <laughs> That's another podcast. But the thing is, is like everybody believes people are a certain level or what they are. And, and I'm never going to be, uh, let me rephrase that. I'm looking forward to be at a certain level, and I'm not at that point yet. And so when I look in the mirror, I'm like an anorexic who looks in the mirror and thinks he's fat. I don't see myself as successful Mm -hmm. at all. I think so many
0: successful people feel that way. And
4: I I don't look at it that way. But you talked about women, and, and it's fascinating to give you some insight into me. This is weird. I... I could be in a situation where I could go out to dinner with a woman like literally 10 times and close down the place 10 times and never touch them. Really? I like, I'm, I'm like I'm like a situation that. where I, I I worry as a guy and, and, and maybe it's because I, I feel like I want to be a good man because I feel like if you give a woman as a man, there's so few really, really good uh, men out there who really take the time with a woman that if you become intimate with a woman you take the time with her they're so used to so many people that are so horrible and so bad out there that immediately the first thing is i think you know i think i'm falling in love or i think i want to spend and then it's like oh my god i've just i can't even i can't even have a casual thing because right. these people want to want something so i think if you're a good man you're in there was once a comedian i forget the name of her on last comic standing she had this great thing where she said you know in relationships i learned how to get away with not doing something you know uh, you know for for instance like you know when a guy asked me to do something for him Sexually, I just, what I do is I do it really badly. <laughs> and and people ask, well, why do I do it that way? And it's easy because when I was younger, my mom used to say, listen, load the dishwasher. <laughs> right. And when I loaded it really poorly, she'd be like, ah, fuck it. Don't do it again. Yeah, again.
2: exactly. <laughs>
4: and so the thing Smart. is, <laughs> so that's what it is. So I feel like a lot of women out there, uh, uh, they've, uh, I hope you don't mind. Permission to speak freely?
1: Oh, oh of course. course. Yeah. Only. I think
4: what happens is a lot of women have lost hope, and and I, I you uh, if you don't mind me saying, you're in a position where you're at the most hopeful point in your life. <laughs> so right it's now true. you're so you're here. you're so fucking hopeful that you just popped out a baby and you're here in front of me doing right. an interview. Exactly. Like you're not taking your three months off that they tell you to take. <laughs> I know. You're in here. That's how hopeful you are now. Believe it or not, even though you're not as hopeful, Kristen, <laughs> you do have hope and you are hopeful, and I feel that from you. Yeah. And so the thing is but the, the what happens is it's like a it's like a graph. It's like the the, the 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 later a woman gets in you know, whether 20s, 30s, 40s, they start losing hope. And when you're a guy,
1: And that's when you swoop in. Well,
4: normally a lot of men do, but for me what really makes me sad is is I want to be around people with hope. And so what happens is you end up having to register with meganslaw.com if you're a guy like me because the only people who really have a lot of hope are
1: like 12 and under. Are people
4: are like 12 and under. And, right. you know, that's the X-Men demographic. So, yeah. uh, so these women that you do
1: go on date several dates with that you don't try anything with, is that because you don't want to show that you are a bad guy or because you may be too fearful of trying to make a move?
4: No, I think it's because I, I don't want to appear to be a a bad person and because i think if you experience intimacy with a woman i think the natural thing in my mind is is that they're thinking hey well he's never going to call me he's that kind of guy who's never going to call me so do women
1: appreciate that from you
4: I think they do, but then eventually, I think they think, "Look, is this guy well, getting? What's pissed off. very it's confusing?" They to get pissed them.
1: off. That's like that. my
4: my my ex. You're their my, resident
0: my, penis at that point. I'm their yeah. Yeah.
4: My my ex uh, said said to me, I, "I told her this one time, and you know how I you know go out to a lot of dinners and like spending time because it, it's wonderful." And she said to me, "Fine, I'm going to be." She said, "Barry." She like leaned over. she's like Barry. Women want to fuck, okay? <laughs> yeah. Just cut the shit. Yeah. They want to just make the move and do it. They yeah. want to just, they just want to be, another woman uh, who I told was a friend of mine, she wrote a book on, and I'll get you the name of the person later, and she said, she sent me an article from her book, like a chapter, and it was all about the whole illusion that women want, all, every woman in the world wants something, and, and the chapter was everyone in the world wants to be thrown against the bathroom wall. Yes. And taken. Absolutely. And it's like
1: we talk about that all the time on
4: our show. Okay. So I you know, that's as how a guy she became
1: a mom. Yeah. <laughs>
4: so as a guy <laughs> that's wonderful. I, I didn't know that. I'm sure your child will love that story. I didn't know no, that. No, no. Sure he
1: will, and we'll tell him multiple times a year. <laughs> Listen,
4: you were conceived right before I asked the girl underneath to give me a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> there that's, you go. That's wonderful. <laughs> but yeah, so and I feel like this is the thing also that's interesting, is that I know this is weird that I'm realizing this now, but I love this. I love sitting across from you and you two, by the way. Thank you. Uh, even though I'm not not as, much. Not as uh, feeling as much for you as I am for you. <laughs> <Right. right>, but <laughs> for I, I love this because I feel there's this interesting thing that, that women have, and they have this thing. And even though you're married and you have a child, and I don't know if you're single or whatever, but there's this thing like, if you'll oblige me. All right, I'll just... You're single, right? I have a boyfriend, but we'll go with single. Let's pretend... Let's pretend... 90%
0: of the time, I'm single.
4: Got it. If you go out on your day 10 times, okay, and you meet, like, a guy who's, like, as good-looking as your co-host here or whatever, and you just have an interaction, let's say he's a barista, he's in the library, a guy at a front desk or whatever, and you turn around and you walk the other way, how many times are you going to say... I wonder what that'd be like, probably if i'm not i hope I'm not wrong here. Probably the average woman, maybe one or two out of ten times, yeah, but a guy yeah. the same yeah. thing as, are uh, much but a guy runs into ten women in different various places love ten times. turns around. And says, I want to fuck her. I wonder what that would be like. Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing is,
0: the difference is that, like, if, you know, guys run into women in situations where it doesn't really matter what the woman's doing as her job if they see her as a barista. But if I ran into, like, a guy who was a barista, I'd be like, eh, I know what that's going to be
1: like. Like, I'm going to be paying all the time.
4: What about if it was just. Randomly on the street, and you didn't know what they did.
1: Well, we talk about it all the time on our show that that women aren't aren't automatically just triggered by looks. It's like, okay, you're good looking. What else do you What else do you got?
4: I know that, but what I'm saying is when I when I, and I, I when I sit across from Kristen, this is odd, and I'm not trying <laughs> to say I feel something. And there's because because of the way that because she the because of the way she is because of the way she is.
0: <laughs> I'm charismatic, like you said in the beginning. There's a charisma yeah.
4: and so and I, humble. I
0: <laughs> totally so,
4: humble. <laughs> so if I feel something, and and even though you're, if I didn't know you had a baby or whatever, I I feel something <gasps> yeah. because you have this thing that just there's this thing that happens that. Uh, it's like, I remember when Whitney Cummings said this one thing to me. She said, Barry, and she came to a meeting at my office one time, and she was like a little bit out of it, I'm like, what's the matter? She's like, Barry, I just, you know, I just was on my way over here. I got a text from this comedian, and he said, uh, I'm in this area. Do you want to grab a cup of coffee before you go to your meeting? And I'm sitting, having a cup of coffee with the guy, and five minutes in, I'm saying to myself, is is this a date? Does this guy think this is a date? This, this guy, this guy thinks it's a date, and I think that's the thing that's really uh, hard for for men and women because, and especially women in this business. And you're you're married, so you're okay. But you you you're gonna have a very difficult time because everywhere you go on the le- like the owner of Podcast One, and this will probably be <laughs> ed- edited out of this podcast. <laughs> no,
1: it'll stay in for sure. But the
4: fact is, this man who's probably one of the most successful guys around comes in here. And with, with a celebrity from Saturday Night Live <laughs> and spends five minutes talking about your boobs in front of four guys and all of us, ten witnesses to the fact that he did something <laughs> that literally he could go away and lose everything. So actually, we have
1: put it put him on on record. Midwest, so technically, I be. may be the owner of Podcast One.
4: You, you are, are the owner of Because to me, honestly, all he has to say is, you look nice today, and he's gone.
1: Yeah, oh, 100%. And so
4: the point being is that this is what blows me away about our world. And you being single, so what, whatever you do, wherever you go, there's always going to be somebody in a position of power who who falls in love with you and i want to say something else about this like in film and television like um i don't mean to i'm not trying to drop names but i remember i went to the actors gang to a show and tim robin is the curator of the actors gang and he's just an amazing community guy he puts so many hours into yeah, it yeah. and if you've never been to the actors gang in los angeles support it's it. awesome it's amazing and i got to ask him a question sometime when he was with uh, susan Sarandon. I said. and I said, how do you do these films where you, like, you're, you know, you have a love interest in the film. And he said, it's, it's very hard, Barry, because what happens is, is, like, when you're an actor, you, you go on the set, and from the moment you get there to craft services, you have to get yourself in the mode that you are in love with this woman. And for eight weeks, nine weeks, 12 weeks, 16 weeks, every day, you're in love with this woman, And she's on the set and she's in love with you. And if she's a great actress and she's giving everything to it, you fall in love on that set. And so when you leave that set, that's why a lot of people leave their relationships because they're in these situations where they can't disengage. And it's the same as, Kristen, as you go higher and higher in business and whatever you do, it's the toughest part to figure out that navigation, to be able to make... If you're a woman out there listening and you want to get where you want to go in business, sadly, what you have to do, every communication you have with any man of power, when you turn around and walk away, he has to think to himself in his mind, "Yeah, you know, I... I could probably sleep with that girl. I mean, I'm not. I'm going to, but I mean, I could. Right. She. She wants me. Right. Right. And then, and then, if it ever gets to the point where it's there, you have to know how to navigate out of it. Right. Like if you're a if you're a comedian and you're in the clubs, uh, comedians are famous, notorious for trying to sleep with female comedians.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I like the thing that you, that you are pointing out because the, the, the point of this podcast is to give men insight into the female mind. So I think you are showing this deep understanding of what happens to us on a daily basis and why some guards may be up, why we have boundaries in place. Because I know for myself, before I, I've been doing this for 10 years, but before that, I was working in the finance world where I would network with people and that was my job to network with them. And certain times I'd be like, are we going Going out so I can network. Or are we going out so you can sleep with me? And there's like it's like a blurred line. And when you're a younger female, especially, and you don't have any power behind you, it's really difficult to sort of put that boundary up there because it, you can be cut off completely from your work from your workspace. I know for and me, it's really I don't say that I have a
0: boyfriend because I don't want to cut off any sort that, of
4: potential relationship. No, you can't, and that's the thing, and that's right. why a lot of comedians don't wear wedding rings when they perform. Right, but right. One of the things I was saying about you, like, if you want to set a bar- boundary as a female. Comedian, the easiest thing to do when a when a comedian hits on you is to say uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm flattered, but I don't I don't date comedians. Right, and that's the easiest way to go. And they'll still keep trying, but at least you have that thing that's it's never going to happen. Yeah, and this is what it is. It's never going to happen. And I think that. I'm fascinated by the dynamic of this podcast and how it goes because i I do believe going back to what I told you about the dinners that I have, I think that I think that if a woman at the dinner did, let's say, move from her seat next to me and probably did make an advance or something like that, maybe, it would be easier for me to realize that it's okay. But I feel like if that doesn't happen... I think a
1: lot of men are actually in your position because they've heard for so long, men are dogs, men are assholes, men are this, men are that. So they don't want to overstep that boundary and they don't want to be the aggressor and maybe don't understand the difference between being assertive and stating your attentions versus being the aggressor. Because I know for me in the past and a lot of women that I've talked to, if they are hanging out with a guy... And they're having fun, they're having a connection, and the girl's into the guy, but they're getting nothing back from the guy in terms of intimacy or making moves. They get really pissed off and offended slowly, but it happens where they can start to belittle the man in certain ways instead of just saying, like, are you going to kiss me already? Instead of saying that, they can actually turn that frustration into tension, and that can possibly ruin a really great relationship because this guy's trying to be a gentleman, but they're interpreting it in a whole different way where they're not wanted or they're possibly sitting across from a man who's gay and sees them as a friend. So it can be very confusing for a lot of women, a situation like that.
4: But I think a woman, women have the power. Men are like furniture. You just push them around. I mean, you don't, literally a guy has no fucking idea what's happening. We don't, no. we don't, we have any. But idea. that's
1: what this I mean, that, show's for, to give him the idea me of what's happening. Times
2: where I've, I've gone out with girls and, and we've had great times and then it's just gone by the wayside and then months later it'll be like hey how come n- nothing ever and i was I like had a crush oh, you, on you oh you wanted oh you were
4: oh that's what we were doing and yep. she's like yes,
2: you fucking idiot and i was like oh my bad but I'm like, i feel sorry. like but i guess yeah. i
4: feel like if a woman really wants something women are amazing they're they're like they're in another league so if they really want to have something with you they'll figure out a way to have something with you it's true and so if that they, so, so sometimes so if the it subtle cues aren't
1: picked up by a lot of men
4: and I think what's really maybe, but I think what's really hard for me is like I I don't you know, I, I it's awful to say, but I I don't picture myself uh, when I see somebody who's around my age range. It it feels odd to me, <laughs> um, and I feel like I relate to people who are younger souls or whatever. But then when I, like I said, if I am around somebody who I feel like chemistry with, I feel like awful because I feel like. I'm not supposed to be with this person because there's that age difference. And so I sort of, I play that thing with myself that, and I should be having more, maybe yeah, more. Lots
1: of guilt for bear. I should
4: be having more. I, I grew up in the house that guilt built.
1: Right, yeah. Uh,
4: what is it, Susie Espin? Was she yeah. the one who said, or was it Kathy Ladman? She said, what's the definition of, uh, uh, of religion, uh, guilt with different holidays? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have a segment that's called Analy- Overanalyze This.
4: Overanalyze.
1: It was called analyze this, but we analyze things for a long time, so we overanalyze it. And I would love for you to participate and answer some questions because I think you'll have interesting insight.
4: I would love to. I'm okay. really, like I said, you guys are. I'm really enjoying this, and okay, I, wish good. I, I wish I could. Uh, believe it or not, I, I don't want to leave, and I, and, and I. I think I, Barry
1: I, just loves life. That's I don't, the thing. That's why you like younger women because I, they're just as enthusiastic.
0: Well, you give off a very uh, fun, like light, positive, positive energy. So I think it helps other people because, like, before you came in, I was like. A, Lump on a log And all of a sudden I'm like Charisma queen here So I think like Other people Like do have an
1: influence On other people How they feel about themselves I hope so But I think that may be The key to your success Because you have helped So many comedians Get their start And make them into Being something big So being able to provide That confidence in, In some Or not you're not giving them their confidence, but helping them find that confidence in themselves, that's a huge skill set that can transfer over to women, to business, every area. Like that's that skill is not seen in a lot of people but I want to get to these questions before you can comment back but here's the first question and we want your help answering these questions yeah of course so please feel free to participate absolutely love the show I've listened to you guys since the first episode my question is is it better to have a few girlfriends around with the option of hooking up or is it better to constantly meet as many different girls as possible and see what happens a friend of mine says I should try to have as many have many lady friends so that I can branch out and hook up with their friends so is it better to have lots of women around you? I guess that's the main are question. Are your chances, As to are no your chances women better you? if you have lots of women around you? Like make female friends, like always interacting with women.
2: Yeah, I
4: think for sure it is. Yeah. Well, opportunity I mean, leads to opportunity. I think you know the more things you're around in anything in your c- yeah. career in your personal life, the better chance you. If you're if you're an actress and you're going on a hundred auditions, right. You have a better chance of booking a gig if you're going on one audition.
0: Right, yeah. exactly. So I think maybe what he's trying to get at is maybe being serious with like less women or kind of flimsy with a bunch of
4: women. No, I think what he's saying is he needs to visit more women's prisons. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the thing is, is that uh, it was actually from an anonymous person, so I don't know how to oh, you know, d- direct this, Mister Anonymous. But the thing is, exactly what Barry said. Like, you know, if you, it depends on what you want. If your goal is to have a girlfriend, then like, yeah, be around a lot of women until you find a girlfriend. But if you want to have lots of experiences, try different girls out, see what you like and don't like, then yeah, have as many women around you as possible. Women that are your friends, women are your that are your lovers, whatever you want, as long as you're not being an asshole.
4: And I just want to share this one thing that relates to business and personal. Yeah. The thing that you always have to do whatever it is you're having an issue with uh let's say it's a guy who's having problems finding women you look at a part of your life that works like something that always works for you whatever it is maybe you're a, a person who no matter what they do they're always uh let's say they work they always get the report done on time and they always get the thing together and there's never a time when they don't complete the task of things necessary to do the thing so all you have to do is apply that to uh, if you want to let's say have a relationship with a woman and again you you create the opportunities you know if you're a brain surgeon you're in deep shit because you can't fail you have a hundred operations you have to have a hundred successful operations in your personal life You can go out on 100 dates and fail 99 times, and all it takes is one to work. And it's the same as an actress. It's like nobody cares about the 90. Nobody knows. Nobody knows anything. All that matters is the one that works. So the more opportunity, the better.
1: I love that. All right, next question. Which one do you want to get to? I
0: would just scroll down a little Sorry. Okay. the other ones are really this one too long
1: Yeah. hi ladies I'm a huge fan of the podcast you ladies have great advice for both women and men I know you have touched on dating someone who is older than you and have mentioned that it can work for some people my question is do you think it can work for the long term I'm a 27 year old female and I'm falling for my coworker who is 18 years older than me he is the most uh, kind and thoughtful man I have ever met we are His both training <laughs> yes, <seriously. laughs> we're both training for a marathon and spend time together on the weekends we're only friends but i have talked about maybe taking the next step what are your honest thoughts jill
2: go for it jill
1: damn straight go for it why I wouldn't mean, you no you have strings. things in common no sir well there's well there just doesn't i thought she was marriage. saying
2: i thought she was saying uh before you got the years older i thought she was saying and he's 18 that's what i thought too like, oh. i was like oh good for you jill. <laughs> good but for you
1: I think, you, first of all, you have the right to date anybody that you want to. There's no limitations. I love what you were saying, that not that you would you know be arrested for who you want to date, because I think it should be 18 and older. But I think that connection is really rare. And if you happen to make a connection with somebody that is 20 years older than you or 20 years younger than you, then that's amazing. You shouldn't avoid that feeling and that experience because of a number.
4: Also, for this particular person who wrote in, that's... I think the issue a lot of times for men and women is they have an attachment, they have a, they have an, a pre-conceived uh, expectation of what you know is this going to go for the long term? Is this going to go whatever? Right. It's like uh, your mother always tells you, you know, better to have loved and than lost than never have loved at all. And yeah. so the fact is, you go for something with all great intentions, and if it goes the distance, that's wonderful. And if it doesn't. You know, send them a fruit basket at the end because (laughs) the next relationship led to that.
1: Absolutely, and she's twenty seven. It's not like you're twenty one and it's somebody who's twenty years older. You're twenty seven. You at that point as a woman, you you pretty much know. But my my fear is like.
0: I always think about death and dying, and I'd be like, uh, every day I'd be like, "Oh, he's gonna die this many years before me, or this many years." before I him. say that about I would my husband about too. Think about that too much, and then get caught up and maybe lose the flame because I'm overanalyzing like what day he's gonna die.
4: You know what's you weird? Could, I'm you could over
1: overanalyze you, anything then. I'll
4: tell you something personal about me, and I don't want you get I don't want you to get bummed out. <laughs> I was married when I was 26, and my wife was really? 23, and she passed away after eight months. Oh. Oh. And sorry. through, don't be sorry. And so, and and the thing is, my whole, you know, what you're thinking, my whole philosophy in the next part of my dating life or personal life was, oh my God, you know, if I go out with somebody again, the next one's going to die. Really? And because yeah. you, you, that's that's the only that. that's the only thing you know. Right. And then when you look into the eyes of your children, you know, 15 years later, you realize that even the most horrible things that happen to you in your personal life in your career lead to extraordinary things and, and that's, what, that's what goes on and that's the way it works and you can point to that in every single yes. thing so this person who wrote in yes you go for this and God forbid something bad happens or it doesn't work or whatever that's going to lead you to that next successful thing that you're in and that you exactly. do and you know you may be with your boyfriend and you may end up having being with that person for 50 years but if God forbid you kick him to the curb or he says listen this isn't working we're keeping there, our fingers crossed for that. There's going to be another person. <laughs> right. And that's going to make you happy. And, and, that, and you're going to look into the eyes of your children and say, oh, that's the plan.
1: Right, right, right. I love that. Good answer. So, anyway, Jill, do it. Yeah, go for it. You like it, marathons girl. together. Plus, He's You've got a limited time on the earth. Go for exactly. it. You yeah. be gone you know exactly. It. Give them an experience to remember. Okay, I have heard that sometimes women will not respond to texts or emails or not answer the phone, even when they like a man. I actually had this happen to me last year. If this is common, how common is it? And I how think- do you tell the difference between lack of interest and whatever causes a woman to ignore a man she likes?
2: What the hell? I don't
1: think that this is. Like Robert, a, this is not really happening. I think if a woman likes a Would
4: man,
0: maybe there will be some like time lapse in between a text yeah. or an email. But I don't think she's ever completely avoiding you. So I think this is specific for this guy, and maybe he's
1: not hitting it off with these women that he thinks he is. But there's something that's telling him, "Oh, these women like me, even though they're not responding." So that that the question s- is coming from somewhere. It's it's called a uh, delusion. Maybe I think that if a a woman's not responding to you at all, I I don't unless she's. I don't know how old you are. I'm guessing you're you're younger. Then it's like intense, intense games that are going on. But other than that, I would say most women who do have interest in you will respond over text and email. Yeah, so, you yeah, think so? I mean, okay.
2: For him to say he's heard this happens and then say <laughs> it just hey, he really happened right. to
4: me last year. I think year. he has really
1: right. nice friends and they're like, no, this happens all the
2: time.
1: Right. That was like and the simple like, pickup guys where they're like, well, like when we were younger last year. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah.
4: I think if you're, you know, sometimes when you're a guy and you, let's say you have certain resources and you take women out to really nice restaurants and, and really nice evenings where they're maybe they don't have the resources to do that on their own. I think a lot of times there are certain women, especially here in California, that um, they meet a lot of men who take them out to nice places. And so you could be in a situation where, as a guy, you do get a text uh, on a Sunday and say, what are you doing tonight? And you know that they just want to experience that beautiful night, and they don't have one that weekend. Mm -hmm. And they're just hungry, and they want a beautiful evening and with somebody who's not going to... You know, want to you know have their ankles in two different zip codes.
1: <laughs> well, actually, that's interesting that you brought this up. Well said. Not the zip code part, but we were talking about that at the beginning part of the show. How do you realize when a woman is just going out with you for those experiences versus she she just she likes you and wants to continue dating you, but may have a different belief system on contributing and well, paying for meals? Well, there's. i nice I've, n- the
4: I've, I've never uh, I've never I'm embarrassed to say this. I don't think I've ever had anyone. In one of those moments, reach into their bag and while well, I was in the bathroom and pay for the check it's always right. the fake grab
1: yeah at but, least, but at least you have the fake grab
4: the fake grab I wish but I had oh, what? I wish I could get the real grab instead <laughs> of the fake grab it's the fake so I think if I think of a woman really wants that or wants to have something again I, my belief is in this day and age is they're going to show you that they they want something with you they're either going to you know, grab. They're idea. either going to grab your hand and hold your hand, and and, and uh, uh, or you know, uh, do something that, that or can show the way that, that she can, yeah, uh, or suggest uh, uh, going for a walk <laughs> or something. No, but right. like something, something
1: else that's intimate, exactly. Yeah. Something else that she can contribute. I mean,
4: uh, honestly, uh, uh, I I know this seems comical. I'm not meaning to comical. You know, if a guy wants to. Uh, be intimate with a woman. He's got to figure out all these, all these navigational things to get where he needs to go to get to that point. Right. If Take a woman, up. if a woman wants to get intimate, she just walks up to any random guy, taps on the shoulder, and says, "Let's go." Right. That's the difference.
1: Yeah, uh, it's true. If a woman just wants sex from a man, yes, that's very true.
4: Even if she doesn't want, she says, "Listen, go." Walks up to anybody. Look, um, I just saw you from. I'd love to have dinner with you tonight. Okay.
1: Do you think that every woman can do that? Yes. Every woman. Not every woman has the balls to do it,
0: but if they did it, they would succeed, I would say, 99% of the time.
4: How many guys would succeed 99% of the time? 99.90 99. <laughs> nine
0: negative. That's I know, right. I was trying to get to none. That's right.
4: <laughs> I remember I did a, a, a deal for a guy, obviously, you know who Neil Strauss is. Uh, oh, yeah. Who, who He's wrote, a friend of mine. Who wrote the book, The Game. And I did a deal for a one of his disciples named Mystery mm-hmm. uh, for a television show that on VH1. And yes, and I I flew down to his lair in Miami. We were, we're
0: just, talking just talking about, about
4: lairs. And see, I'm a little psychic too. <laughs> and this is what was fascinating. I'm paraphrasing, but we went out to a place and and he and he said to me. He said, look at anybody in this place. It doesn't matter if they're 18 years old here with the college kids or the 35-year-old divorcee with her friends or the married woman over there or the 60-year-old woman over here. You just point to anybody, Barry, and they'll be in my house tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't care if mystery they're married. Yeah, I don't care if it's they're married. It's because he has a care. gun
0: in his pocket and he points it up at no, people and you don't the- see him do it. He's just like this. He's it's like, come the- with me. I told Listen, I've it's been like, picked up by my Mystery
1: I get it.
4: He definitely he has something in his pocket. It.
1: He definitely does. And it, it, you can see it because it's, he's it's wearing a unitard chloroform. usually when he's picking <laughs> you up. But he has charisma. He's he's exciting to be around. He's interesting. The first time I met him, he said to me, you're short. And then from that comment, we ended up having a two-hour conversation of bantering back and forth. And I, I totally understand. But he didn't get what he
4: ultimately wanted.
1: No. Well, he wanted... Well, I don't know what he wanted, but he wanted me to we, want him. We so know he what got, he wanted. He got but that. He, but I had a boyfriend at the time who's now my husband. But yes, well, he got me for two hours. I, I was one of the only females He's at the pickup off at summit. at least 75% so. of the population by naming himself Mystery.
0: Mm-hmm. That's like, That's you right. lost me at Mystery.
4: All right. True serum in your veins, if you don't mind. Yeah. Okay. All right. You've been with your present man for how long? Ten years. Ten years. Okay. How many times in your life... Have you met somebody where you actually thought to yourself during that time, I wonder what that would be like?
1: Probably like nine or ten.
4: Nine or ten. And how many of those nine or ten times do you tell them?
1: Did I tell my husband? Yes. I wouldn't tell my husband, but we talk very openly. But not about specifics Well, if he listens like to the that. show,
4: I think you just did.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, but, but again, I'm not being specific. I wouldn't come home and say, you know what? I met that guy George tonight. He really <laughs> seems like Why a good not? option for me. Um, Why wouldn't
4: you tell him the truth?
1: It's not about not telling him the truth. Well, what is it? There's no need to say that like we can, we talk very openly about So you wouldn't how, w- you
4: wouldn't want to know if he saw 10 women then maybe.
1: I wouldn't want to know specifically if there was a specific woman that made him feel that way but talking about it in general terms as like obviously that is what happens for think- normal human beings it's going to happen that I'm okay with yeah. I don't we've never tried it the other way so I don't know if I wouldn't be okay with hearing it
2: I think there's a general understanding too when you're with someone long term I mean you know I mean, my friend always uh, had this saying. He said, uh, "You know, you're you're not you're not a me- uh, blind. You're just married. You're not dead. You're just married." Yeah. So it's just like you understand. My my fiance is an attractive person. She's a flirty person. I know she's gonna go out, and guys, I I see it happen all the time. So and I'm the exact same way. She knows. I know what happens. But you don't need to come home and be like, "I had an interesting day. I met three women that I really want."
1: Yeah, and to get one with. of them really liked me. Yeah, you know. And I felt it's a strong connection with one of them. Yeah, I think that would be... I don't know. Sometimes if my husband did that, I would th- I would think that there was some insecurity there.
4: Sometimes, sometimes I I'm, cry. What about you?
1: Well, the thing is, my boyfriend and I you say are
2: sometimes such... sometimes I cry? Uh,
0: always I cry. Oh, okay. What I, said. I was going to say. my boyfriend and I are such kind of homebodies, and we don't really... Um, we we don't really adventure like i don't at all not trust him like i he doesn't have the balls to do anything like that but sometimes i'll pry and i'll, I'll be like have any women like flirted with you or anything so that i can like find it intriguing or renew some sort of like attraction to you. So like, we'll say things like that and he'll, admit, he'll be like, yeah, people hit on Just me. Stoke
2: the fire. A little but bit.
0: occasionally like when, he, cause he works essentially with all men. And so like, if there's a woman around, he'll be like, you know, she was really into me. And I'm like, thank <laughs> God, because I don't want to know like her name and stuff like that. But I think it helps almost in a way, renew the fact that that person is desirable they're no longer desirable to you, they're at least desirable to, to somebody, somebody. else. Yeah.
1: I, I do kind of I, – okay, I know the feeling in my stomach is like – Yeah, it clenches, like I don't want it, but – But it does excite me. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. It does excite me to hear, okay, you're wanted. Like yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know how to explain it a little other it's than messed, being that. Messed yeah messed but decision. it makes
2: perfect sense. Yeah, Yeah. yeah.
1: completely. And I, I like to still feel that I'm wanted in some way, you know? Yeah, like, like I'll say that to my boyfriend like, you know, guy like, was checking me out. He's yeah. like, all right. Cool. Yeah. Like, even on this it's, show, I think I didn't. I didn't say that I was pregnant on the show. I just announced, you know, last week that I had had a baby, and p- people listening are probably like, "What the fuck? Like, why didn't you say anything?" But I, I think that was my insecurity that people wouldn't want to hear a pregnant woman talking about how to pick up and attract women. So, you know, that's my mind games that I play with myself.
4: I would have, and I just, I just want to share this in the most uh, wonderful way. I would have absolutely no idea at all i mean when i when he came in here and said that i literally was in shock and i'm really? not and i'm not i i promise you because i it's very difficult to tell untruths because when you know it's hard to remember what untruths you tell so i just like to tell the truth so i just i, I just was in shock when he said that i was like that, that shocked me more than the boob comments
1: <laughs> that i had a baby four yeah ago. Yes. yeah i know I know it's shocking me too. I'm surprised. I, I'm that's like the best compliment them. to give a mother. You oh, don't yeah. look like a mother. You don't look like a mother. <laughs> right. that, that's the whole thing. That because okay, when I did get married, we're going to a whole other topics now. But like when I got married, just like men get really nervous about being a husband and what they have to give up. I had a slight panic attack about what it means to be a wife, and I didn't want to be that typical wife. That I saw my mother being, and same thing with with being a mother. Like when I first got pregnant, um, my first three months, I I went through a tailspin of emotions. I was sad and depressed, and I hated my husband. And that was it was hormones too. I literally like looked at him in the face and wanted to smash his face into the coffee table. Like, but that was emotions. Awesome. But saying to myself, I I didn't want to be that typical mother, and it was interesting to go through that progression again after having gone through it from getting married and becoming a wife because I think what you just said that I don't look like a mother that that actually is a huge compliment to me because I'm I do have that fear of becoming I kind of made a a literal statement I don't think you were really no he wasn't saying it but I like how you said it
0: yeah, because I mean that, that would flatter man. me because I, I also have those fears of being perceived as that cliche, typical like mom. cookie cutter Midwest mom or girlfriend or wife. So yeah. I stay away from all those you know, formal I, things. And
4: just to digress a second, what is it with the fears? Okay, I don't know. It's like God, have, to throw me out of a plane. It's unbelievable with the fe- Can you yeah. picture Tom Brady in the huddle of the Super Bowl? <laughs> like, Listen, I'm so guy, scared. I'm really fearful that we're going to you know win this fear- game. No, no, so let's no. just fuck it up here. And- I know
0: what the fear is. I'm a Bills fan. And I've been a Bills fan (laughs) since I was like nine, so that's all I know. Losing, fear, nothing ever works out well. Yeah, nothing works out well.
4: You're winning. I know I'm winning. You're winning. This is wonderful. You're (laughs) you're winning, and I'm I've already become a huge fan, and I'm gonna. I mean, I, I you're winning.
1: There you go, and that is a good place to end this. This I can't week's believe we have to end. I'm so overanalyze this. But guys, if you have any questions, guys and girls, more questions from girls, please. So Jill, who we, whose question we answered today, hopefully you can spark something in the other women who listen to our podcast. But if you want to send in questions, send them to ask at askwomenpodcast and we will overanalyze your question today. Death, so that you get every answer possible and you'll know exactly what to do from here on out. But Barry, thank you so much for being on our show. And you have your own podcast. So how own do people pod- listen?
4: I will tell you. You just go to iTunes, Industry Standard and look it up. Subscribe. It's free and I just it's it, a great it's, it's very inspirational it just, yeah. it's a journey about all these uh, people in the business behind the scenes that. who made it all happen network presidents studio executives
1: oh, ma- amazing that's so cool and I, I just, will definitely check it out
4: you'll you will love it and your audience will love it too the journeys are amazing and uh, I just wanted to do something that inspired people
1: that's great well go to iTunes to check out his pod, Barry's podcast and we have, we have Paul thank you Paul so much for being here oh, how do people so get welcome. in touch with you uh,
2: you can tweet me at at this Paul or you can just follow me on Facebook Paul
4: Paul Paul Mary is my full name and real (laughs) God-given birth name.
0: (laughs) His middle name is also Paul.
4: Yes. And I just want to say... You guys are wanted, and you are Thank desired. You. Thank I
1: you. like it. Thank you. We need the ego I will be able boost to right go now. On for the week.
4: Thank you, Barry. <laughs>
1: just for the week, though, we yeah, might need you to week. come back next week. Uh, check out new episodes of the Ask Women podcast, available for download every Thursday. But if you subscribe, you don't have to download. You can be lazy, and then your podcast will be there waiting for you to listen to on Thursday as well. Please support us. Support us by going and checking out our sponsors' websites because that makes them want to continue sponsoring us and paying money for us to be on the air. And you can also go to wingirlmethod.com slash Amazon and buy tons of shit from Amazon, and we will earn a penny for everything that you purchase, which will help us down for much longer. But check us out next week, uh, and we'll see you soon. Buying a car is a not-so-fun experience for most people, and it doesn't have to be. At TrueCar.com, they'll help you get rid of the fear that you may overpay. You know when you'll get a fair price because they show you what others paid for the car you're looking for. TrueCar.com analyzes what people are paying for their cars in their market and shares it with consumers so that they never have to overpay. Over 40,000 cars were sold by TrueCar certified dealers just last month. Users see an average savings of $3,046 off MSRP. TrueCar Certified dealers go through a certification process and you work directly with a true car representative that will honor your savings. True car certified dealers believe that truth and transparency are essentials to a better buying experience. First, go to truecar.com and find out what others pay for the same vehicle in your market and around the country. Second, register at truecar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings certificate. And the third step is simple just print out your certificate and take it to the true car certified dealer for a better, hassle free buying experience experience. TrueCar has the most comprehensive new car pricing information available and a certified network of dealers that offers a hassle-free car buying experience and negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Support the Ask Women podcast and shop at truecar.com.